Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to a big Q&A. And this is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru here in South Australia. And I'm currently ministering at Sanai as well as Meros Park, Seventh-day Adventist Church in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Well, I'm delighted to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. And wherever you are, whether you're driving home, whether you're in your car or just chilling at home, the weather has been good here in South Australia, and we thank God. Now, our theme for this week has been, Is the New Age Really New? Our co-host is a regular co-host, Helen Gray. We all know Helen Gray, and we appreciate her uh, uh, having her on the radio. Helen, you are welcome once again. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Thank That's you. That's good. Helen is smiling, and I believe today she's got something wonderful to share with us all. And I must say, uh, we have enjoyed uh, uh, studying with Helen uh, for quite some time. And if you have been listening to this uh, radio program I believe you have appreciated the wealth of knowledge that she brings uh, to, to the discussions. And uh, this is what we really uh, appreciate, the, the fact that we can actually have someone who can lead us and guide us uh, to discover Bible truth together. And so we would like to once again remind those who might be tuning in for the first time that these programs are recorded, and if you've missed the pre previous presentations, you can actually uh, uh, go to www.faithfm.com.au, and you and then you look for big Q&A program, and you find all the presentations there uh, at your disposal, and you'll be able to listen to them as well. So, what about today? What is our topic? Well, my friend, our topic is how should the Christian relate to the supernatural in films and gaming? How should the Christian relate to the supernatural in films and gaming? There's an author who has written the following. Now, this person did not, uh, uh, she or he did not want to uh, mention who, uh, uh, who they were, but uh, Listen to these words. The author says, It has been my understanding that the fiction, that fictional movies and shows should not be evaluated from under a biblical worldview. How can we say Superman includes their cult because he has supernatural powers when in fact it is a fictional movie? It seems that these people have something against having an imagination. Are these movies considered or occult uh, just because they have uh, pagan themes and the supernatural? And is it a sin for Christians to watch things like this? Well, my friend, we are living in a time when uh, media is pumping so many uh, views and um, uh, trends, and we are bombarded with media today. And the films from Disney have um, appealed to the uh, to the to the to the uh, to the families uh, of today, and sometimes they are the babysitters. And the question for our listener is this, and the, and this is the question for myself as well, and everyone who might be listening after: Are the films from Disney good, clean fun? Almost all the content from Disney are not hidden from the alcohol themes. You see, 
In fact, the evil supernatural themes are becoming darker. Many of these films, which mesmerize young people, are very satanic in nature, and the themes and the words and, and everything portrayed in there uh, is from the dark side. Take note, for, uh, for example, the film Maleficent. Now, I looked at the dictionary meaning of that word, and it, it actually the dictionary uh, uh, defines it this way, causing harm or destruction, especially by na- supernatural means. Now, we are going to discuss this, therefore, on this, this, on this uh, radio program, uh, how should a Christian relate to the supernatural in films and gaming. I believe there is an agenda, a dark force behind all these things, which we call the great controversy. Uh, 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 the demonic world, uh, and there's a great controversy. But I would like to ask Helen to actually help us understand the new age agenda, which involves the occult and the dark side uh, um, and all these things. What is the new age agenda? And why is this so important to the discussion of today? Thank you so much, Fabiano. Um, I'm just stunned. The more I study into these things, the more it just blows my mind. Mm. Um, and throughout this talk tonight, there's a couple of things that I would like to talk about, mm-hmm. and um, in, including in films. Yes. But you mentioned the New Age or the New Age movement, New That's Age right. agenda. And um, one of the um, descriptions that I had from some of my study was that the term New Age is actually derived from astrology. Right. It was the zodiac which originated in ancient Babylon, consisting of 12 signs, and it okay. takes about 25,000 years for our solar system to move through these star signs. Interesting. And the New Age movement essentially teaches that mankind is moving into the age of enlightenment. Right. Now, it seems fairly harmless when you first look at it. And it's it's called New Age, but in actual fact, it is from the Hindu religion from many years ago with other mystic religions thrown in East, as well. Eastern, Eastern, Eastern mystic, mystic religions. religions. That's yeah, exactly that's right. And um, I thought it was interesting to see the the difference between New Age teaching, which is diametrically opposed to Bible mm-hmm. teaching. Mm-hmm. And so tonight I'd just like to share a couple of thoughts on that before we get right into it. Right. Um, and we'll, we'll finish on the Bible as well. Yes, yes. But I want to start off by saying the Bible teaches that Jesus is the Son of God. New Age teaches that Jesus is one of the masters. Interesting. The Bible teaches that we are saved by grace. New Age teaches that we achieve Godhood through works. Hmm. And the Bible teaches Jesus is the only way to salvation outside of oneself. Mm. New Age teaches we must awake Christ's consciousness within. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Bible teaches that Lucifer is the devil. New Age teaches, are you ready for this one? <laughs> that Lucifer, the mm-hmm. light bringer, is the true son of God. Mm. So we have... A... I haven't finished yet, but oh, go right. on. I was just going to say a diametric <laughs> opposite... Absolutely. Um, views here and yes. and beliefs yes. which cannot coexist because that no. that uh, that will create a um, uh, yeah it just cannot coexist. That's quite yes. interesting. So they mm-hmm. actually got Luciferian worship, right? When you think about it, and right. look, I can give you lots of quotes on that, but okay. we haven't got time tonight. Mm-hmm. But when you look a bit further, the Bible teaches we must worship God. New Age teaches that we must worship creation. Right. What is it when you worship creation? What's that called? Uh, 
pantheism. Pantheism, that's right. Yeah, that's pantheism. Right. That, that's right. that God is in everything. Well, God mm-hmm. is everywhere. We agree there. Mm. But, you know, and every leaf is not God. God created the that's leaf. That's right. That's you right. You know, and what have you. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting, too, because I'm led to believe that every leaf is different. It's a exactly. bit like a fingerprint. That's right. That's right. How can you say it evolved? Oh, we're not talking <laughs> about that tonight, are we? <laughs> oh, <Okay>. definitely not. <laughs> the Bible teaches that man is, was created. New mm-hmm. Age teaches that physical man evolved. Right. And spiritual man has always existed. The Bible teaches that God is not part of creation, but Mm. New Age teaches that God is part of the creation. Again, we've got pantheism. Mm. The Bible teaches resurrection. New Age doesn't teach that. New Age teaches reincarnation. Reincarnation, right. And one of the greatest proponents of that Mm -hmm. is the actress Shirley MacLaine. Right, okay. And I don't know if you've ever read any no, of her works, no, but no, I have, okay. and it's really quite astounding. The Bible That's teaches right. that the word is truth. Yes. New Age teaches that truth is within us. Interesting. The okay. Bible, te- nearly finished, the Bible teaches hmm. us to wait for the second coming yes. of Christ, which will be visible to all. His coming in glory is a blessed hope. Hmm. But the New Age waits for the... M- Matreya, who will assist with the establishment of one world government, monetary mm-hmm. system, and mm-hmm. religion. Interesting. This is interesting. This is talking yes. about new world orders. That's right. That's and the right. Bible also teaches us to turn from sin. But mm-hmm. new, are you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. New age teaches us to turn from ignorance because there is no sin. Wow, that's very sad. And the last one I've got dotted here, the Bible takes sanctification in Christ. New Age teaches discovery of our own divinity. Mm. In other words, the new religion is earth-centered. Yes. And that type of religion was practiced in Babylon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same, you know. That's right. um, it's an experimental religion, if you want to call it. Focuses okay. on trans states, you know, yes. people going yes. into, yes. Trances, into trances, yes. dreams, vision, yes. divination, spiritism, mm-hmm. magic, mm-hmm. sorcery, char- charms, amulets. Mm. Solstice rights, serpent worship, and even so-called sexual rights. Mm. Well, we're not going into all of that, of course, but they also advocate unification. That's right. And that's where it comes back. You you know, I've just been blown out of the water when I've actually looked into the background of some organizations and what have you on this whole subject. Yes. It's just absolutely mind-boggling. I'm so glad that we have a God that we can trust you know, a God that doesn't deceive us. That's right. You, you know, right. when when you think about Lucifer and mm-hmm. what they're saying about Lucifer as opposed to what they're saying about, about Christ, mm-hmm. it's just, that's why I believe that every time we open the Bible, we need to pray, need to pray. that the Holy Spirit will be in, imminent in us. That's you right. Know? That's right. Well, before we actually go any further, it would be wonderful to pray. Thank you. Definitely. Because what we're going to study today is going to, we will need the Holy Spirit to help us understand. Well, our dear listener, let us pray together. Thank you. Father in heaven, creator of heaven and earth, you are the creator. We are the created. Even the earth is created, Father Lord. We thank you for life. We thank you for sustaining us. We pray that your Holy Spirit will lead each one of us into understanding help us father to be led and guided by you alone we pray in jesus name amen amen now i must ask an important question helen now i I know i did not prepare you for this one but this helps us to clarify why this is so important at least there might be a a person who's not a uh, a believer who might be listening and uh they probably have not uh 
read or, or, or even don't even trust the Bible. And they may say, well, that's your views. Maybe you're choosing to believe that because you believe in the Bible, but I do not. Mm-hmm. Now, we take the Bible to be God's word. Absolutely. And the, the Bible is authority, in fact, also authoritative on every subject. Yes. Now, of course, we do not believe in the Bible simply because it has good morals and things like that. But I just want to underscore that Bible has stood the test of time. Amen. And it has uh, been challenged, but it has been found to be true, mm-hmm. reliable, uh, a historical uh, source as well. But even more importantly, the biblical prophecies have pro- proven beyond any doubt that this is God's word. Amen. So, so yeah. I just wanted to underscore that because when we talk about the new age having their beliefs and yes. we Christians having our beliefs, well, this is not uh, a this or that. You cannot choose which appeals to you. No, there is truth. There yes. is ultimate truth. Absolutely. And we believe the Bible holds the truth. Hence, I guess with our discussion today, we will rely on the Bible. Isn't it, Helen? I don't know if you yeah. would add anything to that. I would just like to add, if there is someone out there that is mm. a non-believer, doesn't believe in the Bible, mm-hmm. and you know has different opinions, that's fine. Yes. But I would like to challenge them yes. to go into the Bible. That's right. Have a look at Daniel 2. Daniel 2. 7, 8, 9. That's right. Have a look at the prophecies. Go into history. Yes. Check whether the Bible is true or not. Amen. And Amen. I tell you, when I I did that exercise. Mm. I just knew there had to be a God that wrote this book. That's right. That's because right. no, that's a supernatural power. It is. And we're talking power. about supernatural that's powers tonight. True. That is very true. And God, of course, has that supernatural power. But I would yes. challenge anyone that does not believe in it, mm. just go and check it out. Don't that's take right. my word for it or your word for it, that's but right. please just go and check it out. That's right. And so coming back then to our topic, we have just heard the new age mm-hmm. and the agenda that uh, the new age has. And I'm assuming that, therefore, the new age somehow uh, has managed to, I guess, infiltrate, infiltrate and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and, and bring out their theories and beliefs uh, uh, into the masses, into the people. So how should a Christian relate to the supernatural uh, uh, in films or in gamings? Which one would you like to start with? Okay. What's gaming? Well, gaming, uh, good question. Uh, I guess the picture that comes to my mind is someone sitting with a remote and just, you know, interacting with the screen and playing a game. That's, that's mm. the thing that comes well, to my mind. Well, it virtually is. All right. But you know what happens when you, when you sit and do gaming for hour upon hour? Mm-hmm. Your frontal lobe goes into shutdown mode. Right. Now, the frontal load, of course, yes. we need that to make good decisions and what have you. Yes. And so they end up in a bit like a trance-like state, is what mm. we were saying before. Yes. Um, I had a quote from a 14-year-old boy who said, I love video games. I just don't believe a video game can change your life right. for the better. Right. And I thought about that because, you know, they say, oh, yeah, some of them say they sit there for a long time and what have you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I personally believe that in some of these video games with the violence, yes. the occult. Yes. And by the right. way, I just learned what the word occult means in Latin. I we stopped right. to fill up our car at um, the service station and the gentleman mm. there asked me what we were doing every Thursday night and I mentioned we had the radio broadcast, yes. Faith FM. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and I said we were discussing <clears throat> the occult and um, you know gaming and that, and he said, "Oh, he said I studied Latin." Interesting. And he said the word occult meant secret. Ooh. And then we had this very, very interesting discussion about different films. And, right, and right. I was blown out of the water. Sure. I thought, wow. I don't, mm-hmm. He said he was working so he wouldn't be able to listen. But, you yes. know, I thought, wow, that was amazing. But do you know that yeah. 68% of Australians play interactive games? Interesting. That's, and all yeah, ages that's play them. Yes. Of course, the kids are into it. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly 35-year-olds. Mm. which I found extremely interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I asked a plumber once, I said, do you do any gaming? And mm. he said, oh, I used to do tons of it, but now I've got a family, I don't. Mm-hmm. I said, well, praise God for that. Because this is a few years ago, and whether it was truth or not, mm. the the, the um, statistics came from America mm-hmm. that 11 to 16 or 11 to 15-year-olds, I think it was, there was a group of them that were gaming and continually gaming. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nothing else mattered in their life. Yes, they yes. were they were addicted. That's they right. they had a gaming disorder, and they went and studied these group. Wow! And they came up with they have Alzheimer's from gaming from from the part mostly from yeah, that. Yeah, and yet yeah. when I go into the studies and I read about Alzheimer's and dementia, they they're often saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's very good for you," you know, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the control and what have you. Yes. But I think that's also interesting because there is good and there is bad. Yes. If you spend right. too much time playing video games, mm-hmm. you could develop that gaming disorder. Wow. You know, a yes, comprehensive yes. study from mm-hmm. the Journal of Health Psychology showed that gaming disorders are linked to greater levels of loneliness, anxiety, depression, sleeping problems, social problems, and many other psychological social problems. Mm. You know, you, you, the kids come home from school or somebody comes home from work and there's nothing better than flipping on their favorite video game. That's right. That's you know, right. and, you know, 60% of actually Americans and also Australians play video games daily. Mm. You know, it might... It might appear to be a benign form of relaxation, Fabiano. Yes. But in actual fact, it has significant effects on behavior. That's right. You know, a wealth of recent scientific evidence showed that playing video games too often, Mm -hmm. especially ones with gratuitous violence, can cause serious psychological problems. Oh, that's sad. You know, yeah, and, and yeah. you also read on the health side how the playing video games causes your brain to release dopamine mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's important for learning and concentration. Mm, but it mm. is also the same chemical released when people do drugs like mm. cocaine. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you're spending too much time playing video games, you could very easily develop this gaming disorder and probably not even be aware you know, that that's, that's right. what's happening. I remember when my son, younger son, got involved in, in gaming. Mm. And, you know, he would stay up most nights. Wow. And he was yeah. really quite addicted to it. And I couldn't understand why. Mm. And I know that there was a game that had come out at that time. It's an old one now called Sim City, Simulating okay. City. Okay. And I said to him one day, let me have a go. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so because he couldn't use the computer, I was on it. Yes. 11 o'clock, he went to bed. I was still playing. Interesting. He got up. At, addicted. He got up at three. In, that was the first time I did it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. got up at three in the morning. He said, "Mum, what are you doing?" I said, "I just want to finish putting this countryside wow. together." Wow. Five o'clock. He came out and he said, "I'm switching that off." Yes. And it, he realised then that was exactly what he was doing. Mm. You know, now mm. time mm. is precious. Mm. Time That's is right. precious. I certainly don't have time to do that. I, that today. I, I also. I was sorry to to jump in a little bit. I yes. also know of a person in North New South Wales, 
that uh, related to me the issues that they were dealing with within their homes because their son will not come out of the house yes. because of gaming for days sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And even in South Australia, I knew of a young girl who would come from school immediately and she would shut herself in the yes. door and she would just be gaming. So My nephew does yeah. that continually. Yeah. And you'll notice also it can make them aggressive. Mm, you know, mm, if you mm. interrupt their game, mm-hmm. oh, you don't want to be in five feet of them. That's right. Really, you know, it can it can bring up that aggressive behaviour. That's right. You, you know, um, I I find it really holistic. I mean, I've got lots and lots of quotes, and we haven't got time to go no. go through it all. And I know I can see you looking at the time as That's well. Right. That's right. But you know, I, I just think that we need to stop and just think about what it's doing because most people are not aware um, what it's actually doing in their lives. Interestingly, the um, I mean, President Trump, I know that uh, <laughs> every time someone mentioned about Trump, you know, in your head, you start thinking about the headlines and some of the things that have been said about Trump recently. But in 2018, he said that uh, uh, violent video games and movies p- may play a role in school shootings. And uh, later on, he also said that um, movies are so violent. Uh, and, and, and of course, this was after the... Um, the shooting in Florida. And uh, this is not the first time that I have heard that people, young people, most of the time, uh, have gone and, uh, you know, pretty much dressed up in combat suits and grabbed a semi-automatic weapon and, you know, shot people. And then, of course, after uh, they did some investigation, they found that actually these young people had been playing violent games for quite a long time. So there is a link there. and They're not saying that that's what has the whole effect on it. No. But it's uh, you're right in what you're saying. Yeah, you know, all the yeah, studies that are yeah. coming out and saying there, there does appear to be a link. That's right. Link. That's right. I thought it was interesting that when I, I read some of the, um, the studies that people had done on it, mm-hmm. that Spanish investigators found that any skill enhancements linked to gaming among those aged 7 to 11 started to max out after about eight hours of gaming a week. Mm. Those who played nine hours or more a week were more likely to have social and behavioral problems. That's right. So they're not saying it's all bad, it's all bad, it's all bad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're saying if you get to a certain point, yes. it's too far. In fact, one, one said the bottom line is <clears throat> one to nine hours per week seems to be safe, but playing more than nine hours, one hour on weekdays, two hours on weekend days, maybe not remain, may recommended for children mm, seven mm, to 11 mm, years mm, old. That's right. You know, and... Although sometimes gamers are registered at being significantly higher scores in school, uh-huh. they didn't have any better than the non-gamers right. in terms of memory, working right. memory or attention skills. And I, I found that extremely interesting too because yes. although they seem to be higher there, mm-hmm. they're lower on, on other, other times. Mm, and you also mm, find mm. more time gaming, less time sleeping. That, of course, uh, has a bearing on them as well. Yes. And I think that anything we take into our minds affects our thoughts, which in turn affects our actions. That's right. So we become what we dwell on, which is why the Bible tells us to fill our minds with thoughts of God's righteousness. That's right. It would be a mistake to say that violence in video games directly causes the gun violence, mm. but at the same time, it's likely that violence in video games might push already violent people over the edge. Mm. And it's like drugs. You never know the first drug, how you're going to react. That's right. And you could be one that's taken in straight away, you know. So I think 
taking in any extreme content, whether mm. overly violent or overly sexual, mm. has the effect of desensitising us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that said, I do think it's unfair to blame video games alone, as I mentioned That's before, right. given right. how much violence there is in movies and television. And, and, and we are coming to that. that, that yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just going right. to say, and that brings me yeah. to the other side of it, you know, because it's not just gaming. That's right. I believe that the new age, the occult, has had inroads into all media. Mm, mm, mm. Well, we are coming to that now. Hold on to that thought because I want you to actually link that to the to the films now, and we want to look at the supernatural in the films and and and, and this new age agenda that is there. Uh, and uh, I would just like to uh, say that uh, we would like to quickly take a short break. And dear listener, please stay uh, stay uh, stay with us. We'll be right back. Here is a song, "Spirit of the Living God" by Audrey Assad. Enjoy the song. Maybe take a, you know, a, cold, uh, a, a, a glass of water as, as you enjoy this song and, uh, and we'll be right back. Thank you.
For an easy way to share a program with a friend, tell them about the free Faith FM app where they can easily listen to hundreds of programs and podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru and our co-host Helen Gray. Helen is a regular co-host on this radio program and a dedicated student of the Bible. Also, she's a, a minister at uh, the... Uh, Birdwood uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church in the South Australian Conference. Our topic for this week has been how should the Christian relate to the supernatural in films. However, my friend, we have a free offer, and this is a new King James Bible with wonderful uh, prepared Bible studies by Mark Finley. You, will, If you would like a copy, just send us your contact details to 401 Three zero five zero double seven. The number was zero four zero one three zero five zero double seven. And if you live in South Australia, you could just send us your address as well, and uh, we'll actually mail it to you. Helen, welcome again. You were talking about the New Age, the games, and and how uh, uh, there's uh, all this infiltration of the of the of the ideologies and the teachings of the New Age. In, uh, in the gaming industry, but as well as in the films. And, and you were going to talk about the films. And so how should Christians relate to the supernatural in films? Because I believe that is related to some of these new age theories that are being promulgated in, in, in films as well. Mm. Well, let me start off with the Bible text, if we may. That's a good Proverbs way to start. Proverbs 16.25. Mm-hmm. Do you have that there? Yes, Proverbs 16.25. Oops. Yeah, here it is. And it says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Amen. Yeah. Because I see people that say, oh, there's nothing wrong with this, nothing wrong with that, this mm. film, that film, whatever. Oh, I can watch it. I know that it's wrong, yes. but it's not going to have any effect on, yes. on me. Yeah. And, and, yeah. That, and I'll, I'll go into that a little bit mm. more as we go through. Mm-hmm. But we need to realize that all media has the potential to be addictive. That's right. You know, as Christians, we need to be aware of our idols. And idols are things that we put before God mm. or above God. Mm-hmm. You know, are we engaging with this media in a way that glorifies God? Mm-hmm. Perhaps mm-hmm. it's edifying or perhaps it provides us with needed recreation. Or are we using the media as a substitute for things mm. only God can give? You know, feeling the emptiness that's within. Mm. You know, I think media is most addictive when we do that, when we feel that's right. inside. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like... You know, I remember in nursing, when I was nursing in um, New South Wales at Maitland Hospital, Mm. there was a a ward there, the geriatric ward, and at one end, we had to actually stop the television being down in that ward because the the dear patients there were looking, predominantly it was days of our life, I call it days of our dreary's back then, 
<clears throat> they were so addicted addicted to it, they couldn't tell what was fantasy and what wasn't. Mm. And the problem with that is that if something bad happened, they were having strokes and heart attacks. Mm. Now, you would have thought, no, no, they would know, but no, they didn't. Wow. And so we had to actually finally ban the television, mm. which is, is really sad. But, you know, as I say, you know, when, when Christians watch movies that mm. contain the supernatural or the occult, Maybe we're thinking, well, why would they want to anyway? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you think it's the world that is trying to infiltrate us, the mm-hmm. world urges Christians to be like them. Mm-hmm. In fact, 1 Peter 4, 4, if I remember correctly, says, wherefore they think it's strange that you run not with them. That's right. To the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. That's right. You know, and our own flesh seeks the pleasures of the world. Jesus did warn us at the last days, the people of the world will seek pleasure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we are people. And we can be taken with that as well. Mm. In fact, in Luke seventeen twenty two to 30, and um, you probably know the story where Christ was saying to his disciples, the days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man and sh- you shan't see it. That's right. And then they say to us, go here, go there, you know, follow them. Mm. But he goes on to say, For as the lightning that lighteth out of the one part under heaven shineth unto the other part, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. Hmm. But first, one, are you up to there? Well, verse, uh, yes, <laughs> verse 25. Mm-hmm. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Uh, yeah, that is verse 25. And the yeah. next one? Uh, verse 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. What was wrong with the days of Noah? Well, there were, <laughs> according to the Bible, verse uh, 26, they ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Question? I, Question? Yes, yes, yes. What's wrong with um, eating, eating and drinking? And nothing wrong with it. I think what the Bible is saying here is that um, things were going as usual. There was no mercy there in the time in which the flood came. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But our days are like that now. That's it's right. because That's people right. were thinking of their own pleasures, thinking mm. of themselves, mm. and not thinking yes. about their safety. They did right. not get into the ark, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, that's rather sad when you think about it. Verse 28, verse 28, likewise as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built, but on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, he rent fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all, even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Right, so in other words, Fabiana, we must be willing to please who? God. Yeah, mm. and not mm. ourselves. That's right. Not ourselves. It's not that God wants to stop you from having pleasure. Not at no, all. No. He wants to protect you. That's right. Now, I think one of the, the questions was, is it a sin, or similar to it, is mm-hmm. it a sin to watch movies containing supernatural or the occult? Mm. Or should a Christian watch them? Mm-hmm. You know, I believe if you know the occult is in that, mm. you shouldn't even turn it on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as as we say in Proverbs 23, what was it we read at the start? Uh, I forgot Proverbs. it now. All yes, right. Proverbs. What I, was the I first can one I can read? go back to that one. Yeah. All right. It was uh, Proverbs sixteen twenty five. Yes. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Can I add one text as well to that? Yes. Isaiah five twenty. Woe to those who put darkness for light. Uh huh. 
Mm. Okay, that is a very sad thing too. Yeah. And isn't there a text that's, that says, as a man thinks, so is he? Something that's right. similar? That's right. I've got that text mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that is uh, in um, uh, Proverbs 23, verse 7. For as he thinks within himself, so is he. He says to you, eat and drink, but his heart is not with you. And so, mm. you know, so, so what we think reveals who we truly are. Yes. Yeah. What yes. we entertain really reveals yes. what we value and what we think is good and right and so forth. Mm. Yeah. I think of Psalms mm. 1, it's just come into my head then, mm-hmm. um, Fabiano, where it talks about not um, walking the way of um, the ungodly. The ungodly. That's not right. not um, standing in the way of sinners, not mm. sitting at the seat of the scornful. Mm. I believe mm. there are three steps there okay. that can take us down the wrong road. That's right. That's and, right. And I've seen that happen in people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeremiah 17 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all, all things, things mm. and desperately. Wicked. wicked. Yes, right. Who can know it? Mm. You know, it warns us that we deceive ourselves. Mm-hmm. What does Luke sixteen fifteen say? And that is the gospel of Luke chapter 16, verse 15. Uh, verse 15. And mm. it says here, and these are the words of Jesus. He said to them, you are, tho- uh, you are those who justify yourselves uh, before men, but God knows your heart. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. God knows our hearts. We don't that's know right. anybody else's hearts. That's right. We don't know what they're thinking, but yes. God does. That's right. And there are some things we are actually told to dwell on. Mm. This is one of my favorite texts that I think should be in front of every computer screen, yes. every gaming screen, yes. every television, mm-hmm. um, every movie, every that's DVD. Right. You know, this should be, a, and it's in Philippians 4 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Or other translations will say, think. Or think or dwell on these things. things. I think the NASB says, Mm -hmm. you know, um, dwell on these things. That's right. Now, if we did that... Mm -hmm. Man, we'd be different people, wouldn't we? Oh, we would be. You know? That's it, right. It, 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 I want to stress that again. We yes. are told to dwell on those things. That's right. You know, that it's what we are to think about, mm-hmm. whatever is true and honorable, right, pure, lovely, and of good reputation. Yes. That will determine if we are thinking about things that are excellent yes. and worthy of praise. That's right. So that limits much of what we allow into our minds. It is a choice. That's right. In fact, so, go yeah, on. so I was just going to also uh, stress those uh, eight steps there. Because uh, no long ago, I actually did a study on that. When, we, when the Bible says whatever is true, we mm-hmm. must also be, remember that the source of truth is Jesus Christ. Yes. And so that is very important. And he also said that the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Yes, he uh, and it must be in harmony with God's word because his word is truth. And, and, and then whatever is noble, it's another way of saying whatever is holy. Uh, verse 3, I mean, point 3, when he says whatever is just, he's talking about righteous, modest, blameless, all these words. And then whatever is pure, Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart. And uh, in fact, the word that is, uh, that is used for pure, it's also a word that is constantly used in the Bible to refer to uh, pure 
purity in, in sexuality. Yes. Uh, and uh, whatever is lovely, it must be also be lovable. And something that is of good report, of course, is of good report. But I was interested in the, whatever, um, if there is any virtue in that. That's uh, today, in today's language, you could say, hey, if there is moral excellence in that, mm-hmm. if there is praise. So when you use that as a litmus, as a litmus paper yes. to whatever you read, you listen to, or you watch, I think we're going scratch, to scratch out a lot of films and a lot of songs uh, because these things are... Uh, I mean, I take this, to, for me, I take this as a litmus paper. Yes. Um, because the Bible says it, this is the taste of what we should dwell on, yes. what we should think about, and what we should entertain, and so forth. And so yeah. it's very important. So mm. really, that takes us to questions. And I mm-hmm. believe that those two questions, if yes. we ask them before turning, switching on, right. or reading some of this material, mm. it would eliminate every movie that contains the occult yeah. and the supernatural. Mm. And you know, God actually warns believers to flee the occult. Mm. If we look mm. very quickly at mm-hmm. Deuteronomy 18, yes. if you can turn to that, that would be great. Yes. Deuteronomy 18, 18 to 20, what does that say? Yes. Um, in fact, if you don't mind, I could read verse 10 to 12, then skip to... You go right, All right. ahead. All right. The <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deuteronomy 18. If I may just read verse 10 to 12 first. It says, There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, uh, or, a, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, 11, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, uh, spiritist uh, or one who calls up the dead, verse 12. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord, and because uh, of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. By the way, the word abomination is the strongest hatred, uh, 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 hate word, that God employs in Scripture Absolutely. when He's speaking about things that are um, that that He hates, and then of course you said verse uh, eighteen, uh, to, 18 20. to twenty. All right, verse eighteen to twenty. It says, "I'll raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him." Verse nineteen, and it shall be that whosoever will not hear my words which he speaks in my name. I will require it from him. Verse 20. But the prophet who uh, presumes to speak a word in my name, which I have not, not commanded to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet, that prophet shall die. Yeah. What does that tell yeah. us? So there are going to be false prophets? That's right. That's right. You know, it's interesting. When you were reading mm-hmm. the first part of Deuteronomy, yes. I was thinking to myself about the movie Harry Potter. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me, yes, did it did it contain occult things? Oh yes. Did it contain witchcraft? Yes. Did it contain ghosts and wizards and that's demons? That's right. That's right. You know, you can tick off every box there. That's right. So really, Harry Potter, the books, mm. and the. Um, <coughs> The movies must be avoided if you're a Christian. That's right. Now, let me just mention this for a moment before we have another break. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very much aware there are a lot of Christian people that actually have seen the Harry Potter movies, Mm. that have actually um, read the Harry Potter books. In fact, it was scholastic um, school resources that got Mm. it into schools Mm -hmm. and suggested that the teachers read them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 32 million children 
have read the books or seen the movie. Oh, that's sad. You yeah, just contemplate that. that. Yeah. 30, I can't get my head around it. <clears throat> 32 mm. million mm-hmm. children. Now, people say there's nothing wrong with it. I had a friend who's, who's – I still have a friend um, – <clears throat> whose children were brought up on these. Mm. And I remember saying, but how can you let them – oh, there's nothing wrong with them. It's only fictional. I mean, you know, you, you watched things, you know, like Superman and all mm. that when you were mm. a kid. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. They, weren't, uh, they weren't openly advocating the occult. Mm. When you actually go in and you, you analyse the Harry Potter movies. Now, I, I got hold of an amazing DVD from the Word Bookstore when it was here in Adelaide. Mm. And it was repackaging Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And it was looking at it from the view of a Christian looking yes. at the occult. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that just blew my mind. Mm. I was so sad because, you know, they say, oh, no, it's got nothing to do with the occult. That's right. J.K. Rollins herself did the research Mm. and she did a very good job of the research, believe Mm -hmm. you me. Mm -hmm. And even in towards the end of some of these resources, Mm. they are given a website to go in to actual occult Websites That's a, where they can yeah. learn how to put how to do actual spells and actual curses. Mm. There are children that wrote and said, "Where is Hogwarts? Is it was it Hogwarts School or something like that? Okay. Where is it? I want to get on it. I want right, to be there. You know, right. the, or the train that took them. I can't remember. I've had so much this week, and and it's sad. It's mm, sad mm, when you mm, consider mm. it. That's you know, right. and right. and in it you've got you know him picking up a you know just says to the broom up. And up it comes. Mm, that mm. is not normal everyday living. No, that is so and Yeah, yes, and, yes. and so many of the kids are now going down that track. That's right. As a Christian parent, mm-hmm. and I am a Christian parent also, mm. and I strongly advise that we do not go down that track of mm-hmm. leading our children that way. I That's mean, right. yes, we can say that, you know, in the Old Testament, Samson had superhuman power. Elijah caused fire to come from heaven. Well, he didn't. God did. Mm. Um, you know, there was raising of the dead. And all these sort of things, because God's prophet worked through him. That's right. That's you right. You know, and and when you have the children, mm-hmm. well, you know, all that came from God, and we have to stress that to our children. Yes. But where did the powers of Peter Pan, Superman, mm. where do they come from? What should our children believe when they read fantasy? Because they say Harry Potter's only fantasy. Mm. Was Moses just fantasy? No. No. And we must remember that the Antichrist who's behind all the occult and the new age, will come in the future with powers and signs and false wonders that come from Satan. In fact, the scripture says that. In fact, let's have that before we go to a break, if that's all right. Mm -hmm. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 and 10. All right. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, it says, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Yes, mm. and just to, and going on with that, yeah. you might say nothing wrong with Peter Pan and Batman, but they are actually modern-day versions of Greek gods That's called right. Zeus, That's right. Thanatos, mm-hmm. Poseidon, Helios, and Atlas. Mm. And Ephesians 4, 7 says, do not give the devil an opportunity. Yes. We do not want to put our kids on devil's ground. That's you, right. you give That's him right. an inch, he'll, he'll make... He will be the ruler. That's right. And we need to be careful. You might want to have a break now. Well, soon. Uh, one you. author, a favorite author of mine, uh, her name is Ellen White. She has said, by beholding, we become changed. 
Uh, and uh, I know uh, 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 two brothers who were pursuing the, the path to Hollywood. They wanted to make films, but uh, they were Christians. When they encountered the, the occult world, the magic world, and, and all the dark side of these films, they came back and uh, they started their own little ministry called Little, uh, little Light Studios, and they analyzed films for parents to look at and see what should be trusted and what should not be trusted. But unfortunately, I must say, uh, all the films coming from Disney and all these huge entertainment films, they all have the same theme, most of them. Let me not maybe say all, oh, but most of them is anti-God. Uh, they use magic and, uh, and uh, they have this theme, you can do what you like. And uh, it's all about, uh, you know, the rules and the commandments don't matter. And, you know, I wish we had time to yes. point out a few, but I think what's important here is the fact that we need to guard the avenues of our minds. Yes. We need to understand that if there is not, if these things are not true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and of good report and praiseworthy, then we should have nothing to do with them. Yes. However, I know I can see that we are running out of time. A wonderful topic, which I wish we could have explored a bit further. I know our listener probably thinks the same, but hey, let's quickly take a break. We are going to listen to a song by uh, Sierra Hull. I guess that's how you pronounce her last name. Trust and obey. Why is this important? Because, hey, only when we trust the Lord and obey the Lord can we be led safely to salvation. Here is a song and enjoy it and stay with us. We'll be right back. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He sheds on our way. While we do Stand. 
Did you miss part of a program or didn't catch the name of the presenter? We've got you covered. Just go to faithfm.com.au and check out our daily schedule page. Wow, wasn't that a beautiful song? Trust and obey. And Jesus will lead you safely home, my friend, if you trust him and obey him. Jesus can help you with whatever addictions you may be having, uh, struggling with. Um, Jesus is there to uh, help you through this journey. We are welcoming you back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time BQ&A with Fabiano and Helen here in the studio in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are so delighted to be able to um, delve a little bit deeper in Scripture as we look at, uh, um, uh, our, as we study, uh, is the new age really new? And and for the topic of today, which was how should the Christian relate to the supernatural in the films and gaming? We have studied quite a lot, and of course, we have looked at a key text there, Philippians 4.8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things, dwell on these things, think upon these things. Well, Helen, maybe share with us a bit more as we, or, or even bring everything nicely together uh, as we bring everything un, uh, uh, into conclusion. Thank you, Fabiano. Um, can I just say again, Little Light Studios yes. is the um, the web the website website right. that That's Fabiano right. was talking about before. Yes, and we would recommend parents go in and have a look, mm. take notes. You That's may right. you can make a choice. Mm. You know, it could be right, it could be wrong. We believe that what they're giving out is spot on. They've That's gone right. and explored it. That's right. But it is your choice. I mean, we don't want to lead our children, our friends down the wrong path. That's right. <coughs> Let me. Sorry. Yes. Um, also, our, uh, we do have a free offer. I almost forgot. We really love to offer some free offers. It's a New King James Bible by, by um, uh, with, uh, should I say, with Mark Finley, study guides which are wonderfully uh, made there and so um, if you would like that free offer do send us uh, your contact details to 0401 3050077 that is 0401 3050077 there you go okay let me just say, as we bring this to a conclusion, that mm. sometimes you think, oh, there's nothing wrong with what I'm watching. Mm. You know, and you could say, I just watch the news. <laughs> and <laughs> then from the news, there's another program comes and I'll just watch this yeah, tonight. I'll just watch that. Yeah, and yeah. then you gradually get addicted. That's right. That's and before right. long, you're not even aware what you're watching. Mm. And it's detrimental. That's right. And That's I know, right. you know, with music, I remember visiting some people and I didn't like this particular artist. Mm. And um, they had it on all the time. Mm. And I went from not liking it to humming the tunes, <laughs> to singing it, to going out and buying one of his records. Oh, right. <coughs> Excuse me. And I couldn't believe it. Mm. And I was heading down that wrong path of, mm. of music mm. at the time. Okay, let me just say that when, we, when Christians watch movies, there is also another thing to be concerned about, mm -hmm. and that is the sexual temptations. That's right. There's That's a right. lot of nudity, partial and full, mm -hmm. sexual mm -hmm. activity, implied and actual. Mm -hmm. And we are reminded, we're not going to read them, but mm -hmm. 1 Corinthians 6.18 and 2 Timothy 2.22, 
too, yes. remind us that we are to flee sexual temptation. Mm. So in conclusion, in answer to your question, which of these movies should a Christian enjoy watching? Mm-hmm. Well, I have to bring it back to that text. That's the, right. con- the answer is those who are, which are true, honorable, yes. right, pure, lovely, and of good reputation. That's right. Christians should avoid movies that contain the supernatural mm-hmm. and the occult. That's right. Because Satan has made them enjoyable to watch. Mm. And many Christians are giving him an opportunity. Remember, as we said before, as a man thinks, it so reveals he. who he is. Mm. Now, I've had it also said, oh, but Jesus told parables that were fiction, <laughs> fictional. Uh-huh. And, you know, and they come back and say, well, that teaches that the fiction is not a sin. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a book like Pilgrim's Progress. Exactly. It's fictional, but That's it right. honors God. That's right. And But most Christians haven't even read that book. Mm. It's an excellent book. Mm. You know, but let me finish by saying God mm-hmm. encourages us to study the Word of God. Yes. And you might want to see a supernatural movie or read a supernatural book. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to give you one. Yes. The more a person digs into the Word of God, the more they will learn about God. Mm. And that, my friend, is the ultimate supernatural book or movie. Amen. It's got everything in it you could right. ever want. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. My friend, we all long for a reality outside of our natural finite world I know but sometimes people turn to films so they can escape the present evil world Um, they want to be part of a dream world that is portrayed in cinemas but unfortunately at the end of every film they watch they are confronted with the reality outside of the theaters and I I believe that the necromancy the witchcraft the magic the supernatural the anti-god messages that fill their minds ends up leading them to to downgrading the truths of the Bible. Let me just interrupt there a minute. Necromancy, mm-hmm. Necromancy, for those that don't know, is when you're talking to the dead, to the dead. or conjuring up the dead. That's they right. are not dead people. Mm. Dead people are dead. Yes. They know nothing, yes. and the Bible that's, teaches that's us. Right. These are demons. They are the evil angels that are coming to fool you. That's don't right. Don't be taken in. That's right. And so all this is designed to lead you away from God. So the truth, my friend, is that those supernatural evils that are found in films are designed to to attack our God in many ways. And so I would love to leave you with a Bible text which can give you victory. And here it is, James chapter 4, verse 7. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you.